Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit burningdogradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. If you recall the last time we were together here in Acts 16, Paul the Apostle, Silas, Timothy, and Luke, all together now on the second missionary journey, had arrived in Philippi, and at first things were going really well. They were able to minister to some local women, and people were being born again. But then to counter, Satan sent a certain woman, a certain young girl, rather, who the Bible says had a spirit of divination. That's a nice way of saying she had a demon. And she began to follow Paul and Silas around as they ministered in Philippi and began to shout things like, these men are servants of the Most High God. They, they proclaim the way of salvation. And certainly, though that is a true statement. We discussed last time we were together that just because someone has a, a testimony, if you will, of the things of God doesn't particularly make him or her a born-again individual. Finally, after several days of this, Paul cast the demon out of the young woman, evoking the name of Jesus Christ to do it. Now, the masters of this young woman, seeing that they had lost their uh, breadwinner, dragged Paul and Silas before the magistrates, made up some accusations against them, and they were promptly beaten and jailed. And that's where we pick up the account today. Verse 25, we read, But about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Now, that's a funny thing to start out this passage with today, because, you know, whenever there's a dire situation, if God's involved, there's always a but, right? And so it says, but about midnight. So despite this apparent desperate situation that Paul and Silas was in, it, it doesn't look at all that Paul and Silas were even concerned. For as the rest of the jail is trying to get some sleep, they were still awake and actually singing hymns. So by choice or not, the other prisoners were no doubt awake too and listening to this midnight praise session. Hey, perhaps this was the first Christian rock concert in Europe. Verse 26 we read, Suddenly there was a great earthquake. Well, that's convenient, huh? So that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bonds were loosed. So, let us grasp this moment. You know, we as believers so often find it hard to connect the miraculous, the accounts of the miraculous, like the one we read of here, to connect that with the same God that we're personally engaged with today. We tend to think that somewhere along the way, well, God stopped causing earthquakes on behalf of his servants. Yet, you know, I look around and feel the earth shake under my feet almost daily. I see the faces of those who were once bound by chains and are now miraculously free. If we fail to see the power of God, 
Perhaps it's because we're simply too far away from the prisons that enslave men to actually see them set free. Verse 27, we read, The jailer being roused out of his sleep and seeing the prison doors open, drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing the prisoners had escaped. But Paul cried out with a loud voice, Don't harm yourself, for we are all here. And he called for light, sprang in, fell down, trembling before Silas and Paul. He brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? In the days of the Roman occupation, you see, if a soldier somehow lost an inmate, it would mean that he would either be put to death or would at the very least have to serve the inmate's sentence. So this guard, well, probably he laid awake half the night listening to the gospel tunes here with no, no accompaniment, mind you. And, and then he lived through an earthquake after that. And then he figured he was a dead man anyway, so after all of the events of the day, he decided to take things into his own hands and simply commit suicide. But before he got to it, well, Paul came to the rescue. Apparently, you see, for this situation, this all was the straw that broke the camel's back. And now, after Paul, he was ready to give in to Jesus. You know, it sure takes a lot to bring some people to their knees, doesn't it? He says, What must I do to be saved? Verse 31, they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved, you and your household. Once again, the correct method here is not to believe in, but to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, the latter is far, far more encompassing. Finally, in verse 32, we read, They spoke the word of the Lord to him and all that were in his house. He took them that same hour of the night and washed their stripes and was immediately baptized, he and all of his household. And he brought them up into his house and set food before them and rejoiced greatly with all of his household, having believed in God. So now jumping in with both feet, clearly this guard is born again. He takes the guards, Paul and Silas, home to his house. He feeds them. He takes care of their wounds. And through it all, even the danger that he now faced, he now rejoices. Oh, indeed, he was born again. And like Lydia, his family followed him to this new life. The earth had shook. But not just for Paul and Silas, but for a family of a jailer that got up that morning thinking that it was just going to be another day. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.